All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Back Builders podcast. I got a quick one for you guys. It's a uh, it's one of those topics that I've been, like I said, I've been wanting to cover this for a long time. I don't think I've ever, let me fix this camera. There you go, how's that? I don't think I've ever actually talked about this subject in detail before. And I think I may have mentioned it maybe a few times in the past, but like I said, never in detail. So the question is, is astral projection real? And if it is, to what extent? Now, I feel like I have some experience in this realm, believe it or not. Never thought I would say that in astral projection because I accidentally astral projected probably about three or four years ago. And like I said, I don't remember if I told you guys this before, but I think it'd be kind of an interesting episode to talk about my experience with that. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know what astral projection is, it basically means that your uh, conscious your consciousness, your soul, whatever you want to call it, leaves the body and you have a, essentially what's an outer body experience. Um, and this happens when, uh, you know, some people may call it near death experiences. Some people call it astral projection. Um, some people it, don't get this confused with lucid dreaming because lucid dreaming is, at least my understanding of it, is when you become conscious of your dream state and you can kind of manipulate your dream and, uh, you know, do, do more things that you want within your dream. So for example, if I became conscious that I was dreaming, then in, uh, within that dream, I could be like, Oh, I jump off this building and I could fly, you know, or you could, uh, if you got really good at lucid dreaming, you could create whatever it is you wanted, experience whatever it is you wanted. And some people can get really good at lucid dreaming and it does take practice, but astral projection is basically when your soul leaves the body and you become conscious that your soul has left the body. Um, yeah, and you, you'll hear all sorts of different, you know, I don't think astral projection is something new. I think it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. In fact, I'm hundred percent sure because uh, if you read up on the literature or like, um, mythologies or just oral experiences of people talking about, uh, astral projection, leaving the body shamanistic, maybe more mystical, witchy, uh, magical type of, uh, experiences, they we're able to astral project easily, more easily. And I think it's because one, they had a very flexible idea of the universe and they had a more mystical and magical perspective of the world. They understood that the world that they lived in was mysterious, that there was room for magic and um, ph phenomena like astral projection. And um, they just saw the world differently. Not only do they see and experience the world differently than us um, because they believed it to be magical, but also they have certain aspects of their mind and their body, not as uh, frozen as ours, as distracted and even calcified because, you know, like I always said, modern man is so distracted with video games and pornography and politics and, you know, eating and you name it. You know, I don't need to list the distractions, but we're very distracted nowadays and we don't really get to dive into that inner realm as much anymore. And if we do, it's harder because going back to the calcification part, our pineal gland has actually become calcified through fluoride in your water, through um, drinking, through bad foods, through pesticides and all these different things, a lack of proper nutrition. And, you know, you, you combine that, the calcification of the pineal gland with distraction, a non-believing attitude towards like the mystical realm or the, um, you know, the magical aspects of the world. I'm trying to like use vague terms because people get caught up on the verbiage a lot. 
Um, but the point is, is like our brains have differed from those people who came before us, but sometimes you can get kind of lucky like I did, or with practice, you can actually harness the power of astral projection. So before I go into my experience, some tips I have for you guys on decalcifying the pineal gland, because I believe that if you really want to become good at, uh, astral projection and, or lucid dreaming, you need to decalcify your pineal gland. Now, chances are 99% of you, even me, we have a calcified pineal gland. This is probably no surprise to any of you guys, but do your research into how to actually decalcify that gland, which is going to produce melatonin and various other hormones to kind of get you, uh, it's what really makes the world magical. And you know, it's, uh, the pineal gland, I can't go into too much detail about the pineal gland cause I'll be here all day, but the pineal gland is amazing if you guys don't know what it is or really what it does. But first thing that you could do to start decalcifying the pineal gland is, uh, drink lots of water and don't drink tap water. I can't tell you how many people are still making this mistake that probably listen to this podcast or this uh, YouTube channel, but stop drinking tap water. I'm reading a book right or I read a book called Astro Generation. I'm looking at it right now that taught me all about this. Um, it's by Anthony G joy. And he talks about tap water and he talks about fluoride E2s, but get off the tap water, switch to like an alkaline water or osmosis reverse osmosis water. You can buy it at any like kind of healthy grocery store. Um, but get off the tap water, um, optimize your sleep. That goes without being said, you need to regulate, regulate your sleep, um, avoid fluoride foods, toothpaste, water, um, get fluoride completely out of your diet because fluoride is one of the aspects of, uh, one of the things that cause your pineal gland to calcify. Um, and I think the last thing and something more interesting is when it comes to supplementation, uh, that you can put in your body to help you kind of decalcify that pineal gland. It's looking like iodine is really, really effective for helping you decalcify that pineal gland. And I watched this in a video a couple of weeks ago. I can't even remember his name. Um, maybe you guys search it, you can find it, but I basically started doing research into decalcifying the pineal gland. And it seems like iodine is extremely effective at helping you decalcify the pineal. And, um, iodine is very, uh, potent in seaweed, uh, brown seaweed, I think to be more specific. Um, but I have Norwegian uh, dried seaweed in my cupboard that I've had for like months. And I looked at the ingredients of it and you take like four or five spoonfuls and you get like 120 something milligrams of iodine. Don't know what the effective amount is for decalcifying your pineal gland, but that sounds like a, it's a lot, like 120 milligrams of iodine. But you can buy a brown seaweed supplement. Um, pretty much anything with iodine in it is going to help you. Um, obviously, like keep it organic, which, you know, mind you, um, eating organic foods, pesticide free, um, you know, whole grown foods. That's going to be absolutely critical in decalcifying the pineal gland. Cause basically view the pineal gland as your connection to the mystical realm or to the, um, the universe. And it's like, if you can understand that your mind and your mind is a transmitter to, I don't know what to call it. Like what we're experiencing now, like there's a lot of magic going on around us. And I, I have to define magic. I don't mean like like Harry Potter type of magic. I don't know how, I, I don't know how I still know that spell. That's like the only Harry Potter spell I know. I think it's like the, what is it? The levitating one. But anyways, um, I digress. Okay. So I'm not talking about like, like Harry Potter magic or like fantasy type magic. I'm talking about the magic of consciousness and vibrations and, and frequencies and, and thoughts and uh, manifestation, all these buzzwords that people like to throw around, but nobody really understands what it is. That's the magic that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about spells. I'm not talking about 
throwing fireballs out of your hand, but that'd be amazing. Um, but anyways, where was I kind of off track? But anyways, the pineal gland is kind of like that connection to the magical realm, the, the realm that allows you to really benefit from your dreams, to have really vivid, uh, lucid dreams that just, uh, have a lot of imagery and symbology behind it. And, uh, you know, to connect with the ethereal realm, it's uh magic. Like the, it's a real shame that man has gotten to the point to where we can't even use something as critical and essential as the pineal gland. So iodine helps a lot with that. So I'll end this episode with telling you guys a little bit of a story, um, but it is, uh, I, I, I've never been able to do this again. I almost did it the other day on accident. I've tried to astral project many times in the future um, and to no avail, but I'm, I'm practicing again. So it was about four or five years ago. I was with my ex at the time and I was living in my mountain home and I was laying in bed and I was completely knocked out and I was asleep. And within my sleep, I heard somebody vacuuming and I had no idea who was vacuuming. I thought my ex was vacuuming at like three in the morning. I was conscious that I was asleep. I know I was kind of like in this half sleep and I was like, what? who's vacuuming right now? But the noise sounded kind of like, like somebody's, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of like when somebody's vacuuming, they're like, Hey, you know, you can go in the other room. So it's not too loud. Or like you're trying to talk on the phone or whatever. As a kid, you remember that the vacuum was like in another room. I remember thinking, why is she vacuuming right now? I don't understand. Like it's so late. And you know, you have those weird thoughts. And I was like, wait, she's not vacuuming. And I kind of came out a little bit more and that frequency, that tone that became more intense. I know it's probably kind of annoying in the mic, but, and then it increased even more. And as it got more intense, I became more like disorientated. And it kind of reminds me of when people talk about like getting abducted by aliens and they just like hear or see a bright light or they, um, or they like talk about hearing a noise, which kind of freaks me out to think that maybe I was like abducted that night or something. And astral projection was like my cope to like help me, uh, fully, understand what just happened but that frequency increased and as it increased all of a sudden there was like a and a suctiony noise as if i were to put like a suction cup on this desk and pull off like that and then i was conscious that i wasn't in my body anymore and the my vision was very very blurry and i remember understanding and acknowledging the fact and this is really creepy i'm actually getting chills talking about this that i was in the corner of my bedroom looking down at myself and my ex sleeping in the bed. And I remember being, and you know, if you were to imagine yourself kind of locked up in the corner. You would think that you would feel gravity. You would feel the wall against you. Maybe you feel like you're going to fall. No, I felt like I was just there. And I, I knew that I was in the corner of the uh, room. And I remember looking down and, and becoming aware that I was floating, but seeing my body and I had the, um, the nerve, I guess the awareness to tell myself not to freak out. But I remember my heart was pounding really loudly. I remember thinking, okay, I understand. I understood that I was not in my body and I understood that something happened because of the noise and because of that suction cup. Nonetheless, absolutely terrifying. I remember my heart was pounding, but my heart was over there. There was no heart here, but I somehow felt my heart over there. And I remember taking a moment and being like, okay, all right, you're in the corner of the room. You're, there was no body, you know, there was no me putting my hands against the corner of the wall. There was no feet pressed up again, like none of that. It was just my vision was in the corner of the room, but I like understood that my soul was there. It's, I cannot explain it any better than that. That's how it was. 
So I remember taking account of this moment and I remember thinking, okay, you're experiencing something insane right now. Take notes. And I remember thinking, take notes because you want to, when you wake up, you want to be sure that this experience happened. I remember thinking something like that. So I remember looking at myself um, on the bed. I remember looking at how I was sleeping and I remember, um, oh my God, guys, I totally just forgot to tell you something. Sorry, I'm recalling a story from like a long time ago. This is funny. This is going to crack you guys up. This plays into sleep paralysis, this astral production before when, okay, totally forgot a critical part of the story, but I'll bring it back and then move it back forward. So when I heard the noise, I remember I was understood that I was paralyzed and I couldn't move my body. I know it's like a critical part of the story that I just left out, but I was freaking paralyzed. I couldn't move my body. And then I remember like trying to be like, I can't move. And then that suction cup noise. And then that's when I left my body. But before I left, I was paralyzed. So going back to what I was saying, I remember looking at my body and then remembering what position I was at. And I was like, okay, I'm like on my side or I'm on my back or something. And then my ex was laying in this position. I remember she was, uh, her face was towards the wall and she was in like a fetal position. And I remember looking around the room and taking notes of what exactly the room looked like. And I remember particularly that it was a very bright night because it was a full moon and that the window was open and the room was very, very well lit because of the moon, which happens, you know, when you live high up in the mountains. And I remember looking at the desk and thinking, okay, the desk looks like this. There's these things on the desk. The blanket looks like this. You look like this. She looks like this. And then I remember, um, um, I don't remember, remember how long I was up there or, or moving. I remember just being absolutely terrified and wanting to get down. And, you know, some people like you, you maybe would like to think that if you have that experience, you would really take advantage of it. But I'll tell you, if you ever have done it, uh, it's terrifying, at least the first time. And you don't want it to continue. At least I didn't. I was like, I want to get down from here. Um, this is horrifying. Like, did I just die? And I'm like in limbo or something. But it's not fun. Maybe it can get fun, but it wasn't fun to me. And then I remember hearing that noise again, but it was reversed. It was, and then, and I was back in my body again. And then when I was back in my body, I remember being paralyzed still. I was still complete. This is sounding more like, <laughs> this is sounding more like a uh, alien abduction story. Now that I tell this out loud, this sounds like I got abducted by an alien and I'm just like coping or I'm like so naive. Like some people are going to be listening to this, but like, dude, you got abducted by an alien. I'm like, guys, I woke up, you know, I, I left my body. I heard this, this humming and then I, I woke up and I was paralyzed and my butt hurt. So I don't know. It must have been actual projection. But uh, yeah, I remember I was paralyzed. I remember thinking, okay, don't panic. Don't panic. Oh, and then I think I, at this point I was concerned that I was having like a sleep demon experience or like a demonic experience, um, which I think also scared me, but I remember not being able to move my feet or anything. And the feeling of being paralyzed guys is like nothing I've ever experienced. It is shocking because you, you know what has to be done. You're like, okay, I want to move my hand, but I can't like, there's nothing, there's no signal being sent. It's like, it's like, you know how people have phantom limb syndrome where they can like move their, uh, or they think that they can move their fingers after they lose a hand or something. That was like how I felt. But my entire body was like, I had phantom body syndrome where I was like, I can't move. And I remember like wanting to open my eyes and my eyes were so heavy. And I remember thinking, okay, I can't move anything. Can't move my hands. I can't move my fingers. And then I'm like, am I doing this? 
was I drugged? Like, what the hell is going on? And I remember trying to move my toes. And I moved it like in the movies, like one toe at a time. Like, <clears throat> next toe. And then like foot. And then I remember like having to break my body into pieces in order to like slowly regain movement. And then, um, so I woke up, you know, I was fully awake. I was able to move my body. I remember, it, I remember it was like I was coming out, like I, like I was frozen. I was like, like I was breaking out of some weird like cast. That's what it felt like. Like my body was in a cast and I was breaking out of it. So I come out of that and then I, um, what did it what happened next? Oh yeah. I remember, um, being shocked at what just happened. I was still completely out of it. Like I was just so out of it. And, uh, I remember looking around the room. Oh, I remember looking back up in the corner, by the way, and to see if I was still up there. That's how real this was to me. And I was like, am I still in the corner? And then I, I remember looking at my uh, girlfriend at the time she was sitting there in that same position. Mind you, this is like three in the morning or something like that. In the same position, the moon was coming in from the window. I got up and I looked at the desk. Everything that I saw up there looked exactly like the same down there. So I confirmed, luckily, that that experience was real or I have the best freaking imagination or memory, which I don't, that you can possibly imagine because I literally remember everything about what the desk looked like and what the blankets looked like. And, you know, I'm sitting here in my head and I can remember as if it happened you know, recently that ex- experience of me looking down at the room and and being able to like compare everything it was just it was insane and i remember going back to sleep or something like that i i don't think i stayed awake but go, i went back to sleep and i woke up and then i forgot that the dream happened i forgot that that whole experience happened i just completely forgot and then like now it's like i can recall it pretty easily but how do you how do you have something so profound something so mind blowing and then you just forget about it in the morning like time to go make my bag oh yeah by the way i astral projected last night and i was stuck in the corner of the room it's like that's not something you really forget about so the fact that i forgot about it and i somehow remember the next morning or something like that is is really strange it's really strange but um yeah so that was my astral projection experience i haven't been able to do it again but about a week and a half ago i started to hear that vacuum again when in my sleep and i started to hear the and I remember thinking the same thing. I remember thinking somebody's vacuuming the house again. I was like, why, why are we vacuuming the house? And then I realized that I was about to leave my body again. And then I got scared or something. And then I stopped it, which I kind of regret doing, to be honest. But um, that's my astral projection experience. And I do think that astral projection projection is real. Call it whatever you want. Call it an outer body experience, astral projection. I don't care what you call it. All I know is that this is real. This happened to me. And it seems like a lot of you guys have had similar experiences. If you haven't had similar experiences, you can acknowledge that this is probably real and that this happens. And uh, do I think it's controllable? Yeah, I think it's controllable. I think it can kind of be like a superpower, to be honest. But um, going back to what I was saying about like when we lived in a uh, a time when science didn't explain away literally freaking everything and people believe that gods exist and uh, there's magic and you can, you know, curse people and all this cool stuff. When we lived in like more of a shamanistic, seerish type time. Uh, I believe that people were a lot better at astral projection. And I believe that if you got really, really good at astral projection or even lucid dreaming, that you can um, physically or at least alter the physical realm to one extent or another. Now, to I don't know how far that can go. I don't know what that actually means, but I have a feeling that if I got good at astral projection or lucid dreaming, I'll take both, then I can have profound impact on my life. Because if I can lucidly dream, and I've had, 
I've had profound dreams before. Go back and listen to my episode, Degas. I've had profound dreams that have been deeply embedded in psychology or uh, symbology, deeply embedded in um, religious roots and had profound life-changing impacts on my life. So I understand the power of dreams and I know that they can change everything. And a lot of you guys have had those experiences too. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was my experience with astral projection. And I think that like, what is it like the CIA or the American government somehow confirmed through scientific study, that astral projection was real and that it could, it could what alter the physical realm somehow. I don't know what it is. Crazy shit. But anyways, if you guys have any experiences, you put them below in the comment section. If you are watching this on YouTube and if you're watching this outside of YouTube, uh, don't forget to leave a review on Spotify, iTunes. I got that Patreon, $1 a month. I'm going to leave the link in the bio, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought it was kind of a fun one to come back to. So anyways, have a good one. I'll see you for the next episode.